0: Welcome back to another episode of the RAG Report podcast with me, Sean Anderson, where I bring to you every single day another story from a recruitment owner, an advisor, a supplier, maybe even an investor to the global recruitment industry who, during this crazy time, this digital world we live in, are prepared to give up their time to talk about their experiences, their ideas, what they're up to, and uh, keep us all navigating forward so we come through this together stronger. Today, I'm super excited to be joined by Blaine Dawes. Blaine is the founder of iSearchWorks, Works, which is a specialist recruitment business um, in the technology, but mainly AI, machine learning, and cloud-based um, cybersecurity infrastructure. Um, very small and new agency. He actually started the business in lockdown. So they launched in April 2020, which I imagine so many people are thinking, what, as if you could do that? Um, but he did. and in, in they're growing. They're already at four people, soon to be six offices in London and just outside in Bromley. So there's so much going on. Um, I wanted to find out how, firstly, how the hell do you start a business in lockdown? And uh, secondly, you know, what's it really like to start a business in in 2020? Because I get so many questions from RAG listeners saying, Sean, can you just do that episode where you find out the the logistical side of starting a business. Well, hopefully this will be it. Before I do, I just want to mention our sponsor, Rise Recruitment Ventures. These guys are are helping businesses like Blaine, um, not specifically Blaine, but like Blaine, to start and scale their recruitment business for exit. So John and Alex launched a business called Liquid Personnel in 2006, um, living together in a small house, and then sold it in 2016 for over $20 Together, they, um, they managed to scale to over 140 staff and uh, exited pretty much right there and then. Um, they took some time out, and now they've put together a product and a service where they can help new and exist- early-stage recruitment companies to build world-class infrastructures to scale and exit within a desired time frame. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then one, I think you'll get value from today's show, but also you should reach out to these guys via www riserv.co.uk. All right, let's get into it, Blaine. Welcome to the Rag Report
1: Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's all right,
0: mate. It's a pleasure. Um, so, like everyone on the show, I ask the first question is pretty uh, pretty standard, and it I really want you to paint the picture. Right? Can you can you tell yeah. the listeners what your life is like right now?
1: Yeah, pretty crazy, upside yeah, down a little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, it's good, exciting times. And a good journey ahead of us
0: so just like imagine like we we can't see you like where you live in, how you are working what's going on what's what's your world like
1: yeah sure so live 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 in Bickley um just just outside of Bromley um spend most time either in our Victoria office or uh, in our Bromley office as well, so we've got two locations yeah um just really you know blood, sweat, tears, everything going into the business to sort of make it a a raven success and it's been a phenomenal journey so far
0: i bet i mean not many people let's be frank not many people have to do what the 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 conditions that you started in yeah Um, i started at a similar time march 2017 and you know, there was no economic downturn. It was a good time. It was a good market. It's, it's, it's an interesting time because summer's come in and you've just got yeah. out of the winter. It's nice. The weather's brightening up. Obviously, it's beautiful out there today. But, yeah. uh, you know, most people don't have to deal with the worst economic downturn. And both a health crisis, biggest global health pandemic in 100 years. So yeah. let's go back a bit. Tell us, um, what were you doing before you sort of started the business? Where were you working?
1: So before I was in uh, another search business, um, so it's high-end search, predominantly on a retained basis, um, and I was responsible for building out sales leadership teams across the technology sector. Um, so we've done some big programs in sort of AI and machine learning, um, and also around sort of the sort of digital piece as well, uh, more from an infrastructure point of view. Okay. Um, so yeah, my, my job was to obviously to run a profitable p and for my practice. Uh, I got that division up to eight people um, and it was predominantly a permanent based business um, just working on board level assignments.
0: So what, uh, what made you think about going it alone?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's just a lot of people describe me as very sort of entrepreneurial um, and I wanted to sort of grow and shape something. Um, but I was always sort of a little bit hesitant on starting up my own business. Um, and then obviously I I, I met through a, a family connection, um, my business partner now, um, okay. who's obviously helping with, you know, the, the sort of whole commercial um, setting up a business because, you know, he's actually built and scaled something and sold it for just over 12 million. Um Is your business partner? Up uh Carl so he he was going to join um, on this session but he's, he's been dragged off with a client meeting as always he's, he's very hands on and client client facing um so he's he's actually meeting the first person face to face in a in a cafe Nero just in london so they're going to go around the park
0: <laughs> don't worry i don't i don't
1: yeah i'm not, yeah. not
0: going to hold <laughs> it against him but uh <laughs> it's uh, it's fine but so you, you get introduced to Carl and Carl's a serial Is he a recruitment owner? Is that what he's been doing in the past?
1: Yeah, yeah, so he's owned recruitment businesses for for a long time um, and he's sort of been through the whole sort of ride and you know building something organically. So like I say, he started his business uh, from his bedroom with some other business partners and they grew to, you know, I think it was over a hundred people that had in that business, um, sort of was ranked very highly in Sunday Track Times and won a series of awards. Um, and then, yeah, he, he grew it to, you know, what he wanted to get it to. Um, and then he had an exit um, in the background. And then, you know, he he sort of, me and him just sort of met and, you know, clicked. And, you know, it was it was pretty good from from then, so then on. Before
0: you met Carl, were you genuinely thinking of starting up anyway or not? Y-
1: yes. Yeah, I was. Um, I was thinking of starting, but then I was also sort of getting approached by a lot of the big you know corn fairies russell reynolds of the world to you know maybe to help them um so was like two 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 angles Did, did i want to go and work for sort of a big management consultancy or you know did i want to sort of grow something um and i sort of like just had that itch that i just needed to scratch was you know go and start something um and obviously got plenty of friends that started recruitment businesses and done very well for themselves so i just thought you know, why not just go out and, and make it happen?
0: So, when did you have that initial chat with Carl? <laughs> um,
1: so, when we we met around the it was around February, so it wasn't it wasn't too long, and he he, he already was, you know, um, on tracks with sort of iSearchWorks. search You know, he 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 had this feeling uh, uh, about this business and thought, yeah, this could go. Go ahead and you know, he was just waiting for that sort of missing person. Um, right. and, and then what happened was, is that um, in around March, um, I actually bought 50% of the business um, with Carl. So, two shareholders it's me and him.
0: So, he already, he'd already actually launched the company.
1: Yeah. So, he'd, he'd already sort of like started to launch iSearchworks. Works. Um, and, and I, I was sort of that missing piece to his business plan. Um, so, so okay. yeah. And then it's, so what, where, we, do you
0: know where he, how did he come up with that name? I search works. It's quite a different, different name. It, for
1: a, it's unique. So what, um, what, cause I was, uh, always sort of talking, uh, in, in, in the background with Carl, um, about, you know, uh, search businesses, uh, and he was sort of very intrigued about how my business works cause he's very much from a, a contract point of view especially within financial services and you know he was saying look you know i'm talking to all these financial services businesses contract and i'm not too sure if sort of the whole search piece would work um and um we sort of got the eye from you know uh, it was like macbook pros and stuff like that and then the search works sort of thing so we thought you know if if apple can do it with you know iMac iPod these sort of things then let's make something catchy um, and then he said you know what i'm, I'm actually gonna I'm, gonna I'm gonna go with that and then i've got a text saying yeah I've, I've gone through it and you know we've looked on company house and you know the, there's a search works, but there's not that i works um and i think it's catchy and it's different
0: it's different um, yeah definitely when i heard it i was like oh that's different so
1: yeah how do you what's
0: the kind of big elevator pitch for the business how do you describe it if someone says what does i works do yeah
1: it's, it's all about the individual that's the key thing for us because people buy from people and that will never change. Um, and what, what we found is that there's, there are lots of agencies out there, but there isn't many boutique search types of businesses that actually can analyze a business, map it out, and then appoint strategic leadership puzzles in there. You know, there just isn't, there just isn't really that, that gap. Um, there's a lot of sort of mass market recruitment businesses, um, but what we do is quite niche. Um, you know, when we go in and speak to businesses, we, we really sort of solve their problems. Um, and we always sort of spot that gap that's missing and then we, f- and then we fill it. So we sort of that missing piece to the puzzle. Um, and what type of, my- is it, is
0: it technology based businesses or is it corporates
1: with yeah, a team? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we work a lot in the corporate space. Um, so yeah, we're doing some, some work at the moment with some very big AI providers some of the biggest in the world um, and we're also um, doing some big digital transformation projects with some of the largest banks in the world as well um, and funny enough i was actually uh, earlier on this morning i was actually talking to a fintech business that is looking to appoint machine learning and ai um, into their business and i it wasn't that they were actually looking for recruitment they actually wanted me to connect them with a partner so like I say, we, we, we're all about adding value to our clients, not just about recruitment, it's about obviously building them long-term partnerships. Um, and I think that's the real difference with us is that you know, we're not just here to talk about recruitment,
0: I'm interrupting today's episode to bring you a message from our sponsor, Odro, the market's leading video interview platform. But today we're not talking about making video. We're talking about an industry-wide challenge they've put together to raise money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. And it's called the Active Recruiter Challenge. So coming up on the 10th of July, which is a Friday... They are challenging recruiters all over the world to run either a 10k or a half marathon running from your homes and choosing your route up and down the country. So um, everyone's getting involved. I'm personally about to get involved. I've held back because I've had some injuries, but I'm about to do it. I know my business partner and my mates are getting involved. It's £25 each and you can nominate your friends and get your whole business, all your recruitment team included. Choose whether you want to run a half marathon or a 10K. I fancy the half, but I'm not sure I'm fit enough, but let's see. Um, And get involved by downloading the Strava app. So they've put together a very specific Strava group that you sign up to, and then you join the group with your friends, colleagues, and all the other recruiters out there. There's going to be a runner's pack with numbers and wristbands that will be sent out by the Odro team, Um, and you can see all the information on Odro's blog for, for further details. It is as close as we can get to the real thing of meeting people, being together right now. And also, it's for an amazing charity. So, um, you know, you need to get started and do this, guys. Um, I'm officially training. I hope you're going to be there too. All the information is going to be shared um, below this episode. So get involved. Back to the show. When did, you, when did you make the decision then that you're going to be part of it? So February, you are a chat. He's already launching the company. When did you decide, right, I'm definitely doing it, I'm getting involved?
1: Yeah, Ma- March, I was pretty much sort of like, you know, I I had a number of things that was on the table. Um, and it it was very much, this was the most attractive piece because, um, you know, there was a clear plan of sort of within, you know, five years originally because coronavirus definitely wasn't in our business plan five years, grow the business, get it up to, you know, 60, 80 consultants run it very profitable and then sell it on. Um, And it was going to be me, you know, heading up that search business. And then it was, Carl was very much on the contract side. Um, And we, you know, the contract side, even during coronavirus has been extremely busy for us. And we've got a number of contractors running at the moment.
0: Yeah, I bet. Um, Well, let's, so what did you need to sort out at the beginning? So... uh... What, yeah, there was a lot. I might mean, have been involved, but if, if I'm thinking now, if I'm a recruitment, there's a lot of people probably working in agencies, or they're on furlough and they're thinking, right, this yeah. could be this could be my chance to do this. What what advice and what what like tell us the story of how did you actually get the business from being an idea to yeah, being...
1: sure, yeah, to actually yeah make, making something happen. So I think you know it, it's all about having that sort of end goal in mind. So. For us, you know, we we definitely wanted to capture just a small piece of, of the market. You know that that very specific piece, and what we had lots of ideas about. You know, what practice areas would we start in? Um, because you know, technology is evolving so fast, and you know, you need to either evolve with it or you're going to get left behind.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: first, it was actually identifying industries that actually have a need for recruitment. And there's challenges ahead of that industry. So first, I would say to anyone that wanted to launch or start a business, you need to understand the sectors that you're going to recruit in.
0: Because most, people otherwise,
1: just, most people just move from what they're, they're doing already, right? Exactly. Just just for what they know, they're in their comfort zone. There's no sort of like, you know, and then they're just, it's just a routine. They're just used to it. Um, we wanted to be different and we wanted to go into sectors that I understood quite well, but Carl didn't understand that sector that much. Although he was in technology, like I say, he's very financial services of, of that part of the technology stack. So wanted to get the most growing areas. So obviously we've got um, artificial intelligence, we have cyber security, we have our data center division, we have our big data and analytics division. Um, and we're actively talking to practice leads and very senior people, from some of the big agencies in London that are really, really keen to talk to us about sort of our business, and we'll, you know, we'll have hopefully secured some of those people as well uh, that will be joining with, joining us soon.
0: So, when it comes to things like systems,
1: websites,
0: yes. how did you get all that set up?
1: So, systems, you know, everyone sort of straight away just goes, yeah, let's go Ballhorn, you know, because because it's established um or you know let's go maybe false. or you know let's have no system because no consultants will update it let's just use linkedin recruiter um could you so, that's a
0: question could you do you think you could run a business just using linkedin recruiter
1: it, you could i'm sure you could it, it depends if you just want a business that's or maybe a lifestyle business then i'd say linkedin recruiters there's nothing wrong with it we use it um but I think it's nice to have an actual CRM. So you create a workflow, um, but not that you know. There's so many good CRMs out there that you know do a lot of the work for you. You know, and um, obviously, uh, as you know, you know um, we we partnered with Venturi, Um and Vincieri is an amazing platform, and I highly recommend it to any business owner because it's it's very much moved with the times you know you've got an application you've got a very good workflow it also integrates with a number of things we've just rolled out our cloud call integration as well um so everything's you know recorded logged, stored for training monitoring purposes we can access access that stuff um with consultants helping and training also i think in these sort of uncertain times, people need something that, you know, you can actually manage the consultants also. The problem is with LinkedIn is, you know, there's no sort of data that you can analyze. Um, So it's all about based on trust. And obviously with a startup, it's important that we're all in this together. Um, So yeah, I definitely- So you looked
0: around, do you look around and choose Vincere? over a few others that you were looking at? Yeah,
1: we looked at Bullhorn. We looked at a number of others. Look, they're all great. Um, but Vincieri just, you know, topped it for me. I, I was actually on a training course um, about 14 months ago on an go course. And Vincieri was actually mentioned to me by one of the other business owners there. He said, look, this is great. You know, it's Singapore-based, it's using AI. It's a great tool. And when we, when we actually saw it, it's just so the look and feel of it is not outdated. Some systems are really clunky. Um, this is really simple. Um, I've hired delivery consultants that don't have the best adapting to CRMs. You know, they're not, they're not the best on them <laughs> and Ventura, They're like, this is so easy, you know, yeah. click of a button
0: it's got to be it's got to be easy and and even though we you know they sponsor this show but i didn't i actually didn't know before i spoke to you that you're a Vincery user it's not like yeah we're no plugging. yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's good to hear that you get they're getting good feedback um yeah so gin you got that set up cloud call for all your recordings what else did you need to do
1: um we we wanted to look at like um the build of website so that took some time um and, and that, that was actually the most challenging thing I've ever gone through. Um, I got married last year and that was challenging yeah, I know that <laughs> to, to, to manage. And, you know, buying first house and trying to get second properties, etc., can be challenging. But the website was just so difficult because everything's an idea and then you start seeing it visually. And then you're working with lots of sort of marketing people. and Obviously, they've all got great ideas and there's just so many ideas. So that was difficult. Um, But then, you know, we're really pleased with the website. It was a sort of six-week project. So that took some time. Um, And then it was about LinkedIn. So then we, you know, bought recruiter licenses. Um, And then it was about sort of working out um, what sort of uh, do we use a broad beans, or what what type of job board do we use for the contract vacancies? Um, And what sort of databases are, are good for reach. Um, to get immediately available contractors. So then we started to look at different, you know, platforms and yeah. speak to those. Would you
0: go for? Broad being on that front?
1: Yes. Yeah. And then also just to, you know, be diverse across the job boards. I mean, some don't, don't work, some do. Um, I, I, yeah, I so, say... As a contract
0: recruiter I, I, in the day, I, I, I don't think we got that much value from job boards. I think we, no. we definitely got, we got candidates through that we ended up placing later. Yes. But I don't remember placing many from a direct job board. I, I remember yes. my market was really niche and, you know, I just, I had passive conversation with contractors all the time. So I knew yes. Johnny was finishing. He was on 500 Good a Day. Yeah. finishing in June. That's it. And it, was, and it was a note in my CRM. It pinged back to me at the start of June. Yeah. Johnny's finishing. Give him a buzz. And that was how we did it rather than, um, and then the job boards, we'd, we'd always put ads up because it would keep funneling people in, and we, you know, would screen them. If we saw people with, with relevant experience to the industry, yeah, rather than just to the the job I'm working on, then we, yeah. would, we would chat to them and again build their profile so they're a future investment. And it, that's how we did it. I think it worked really well. But I've spoke to some other recruitment companies that they use a job board like a like a that's it. Like, it's like a funnel. Like, I remember one, yeah. one client, I'd like All right job comes in, put the bang a job board on add up cvs come through funnel it through speak to them if they get the deal great if they don't next time a job comes in they do it again and that data just sits there like an empty i described it to them when i met them i was like you've basically got a fridge full of food you make one meal and then you get hungry again and go back to tesco yeah you need to eat the food you need to work that food yeah i mean
1: it's crazy so we've found that we've found that as well so Um, I think all of our contract placements, apart from one, all come from referral word of mouth. Yeah. Literally. Um, You know, Carl was sort of just talking to contractors day in, day out, knows the financial services sector really well. And, you know, we've just, we've just placed contractors from, from that. What would you say is the
0: difference in search then? How do you go about doing what you do that's so different?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So obviously my, 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 my level of recruitment, you know, um, at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm, searching for sort of country director um and that search involves being very hands-on um, it involves you know mapping out competitors so you know five six companies that you know you would actively speak to the same person doing the same role there um and approach them on a sort of passive non-active approach um so you know it's very very different you've got to obviously be highly skilled at you know what you do to a reach them person in the first place, and especially during uh, COVID nineteen, because uh, like probably a lot of business owners will will realise that switchboards are non-existent at the moment. So yeah, <laughs> there's man. different methods now of trying to get through to people, um, and also where people are at home. Uh, not saying everyone, but somebody which just taking a long holiday and they just don't pick that phone up. Um, they might have been furloughed, you know, something like that.
0: Well, that, that I mean, I'm going to get into the, the lockdown in a minute because I want to know what it's been like to start a business in lockdown. But I, mean, I am interested in, you know, you're, you're, you're 29 years old. You're just starting a company. You're talking about getting to 60, 70. You want to sell. Yeah. What do you think, like, how is technology and marketing going to affect, in your opinion, your business? Like, how, how do you, have you got, like, an ideal process flow that you can see you know, we do this online or we do this in the technology, it spits out X, Y, and Z. Like, do you have some yeah. kind of vision for it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's so different we, than the old school.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've got, you know, AI without a doubt, you know, that is a booming market. And a lot of people don't even know what artificial intelligence is. Um, I've spoke at some major conferences before, you know, AI world and stuff like that about, you know, the skill shortage within the sector. Um, and there's a huge skill shortage um, because, the, the technology has been around a long time, but no one's actually really played with it before. Um, so they can't be that skilled in it. So it's about educating clients on you know, being realistic in what they hire and the types of people they do hire. So AI is going to be massive um cyber security for us you know that that's a big division you know of course yeah, i'm thinking more so, i'm
0: thinking more about your business so like you know yeah, you've okay got, fine yes you've cherry you've got cloud core so how yes how do you see tech how will technology help brand? us yeah like from a traditional yeah. recruitment company they pick up the phone they get the cv they send the cv they do the process right sure that, that process is going to change but you're so like fresh in developing your vision How do you think yours will use tech Um, and brand differently than others?
1: Well, I I think even more so um, because we're sort of like we're open to ideas and, you know, we're going to partner with whoever it takes to get our name out there strongly. Um, And we've we've done that already, you know, we've been using, you know, a lot of technology to help us with lots of different things like, you know, um, social posting um, and, you know, Google Analytics, SEOing, gathering a you know a big following on linkedin in quite a short space
0: Eleven thousand in inside three months
1: yeah yeah we've got really really aggressive following um tactics so yeah you know we've been really working with technology providers to really help us you know get that shop window out there um and like i say already you know um two locations and stuff like that so we've been We've used every software that's available for us to to help us grow. Um, So we're just going to keep using technology.
0: A final interruption to today's episode to introduce our third sponsor, Vincere. Vincere is the all-in-one CRM ATS platform built for the recruitment and staffing industry. Now, I first heard about these guys about a year ago. The amount of prospect recruitment agencies and clients I was working with that were telling me they were moving over to Vincere, I had to look into it. And what I found was a business that had a global reach um, with multiple offices around the world. So they've got this follow the sun methodology, which allows them to support recruitment businesses wherever you are and and, and be in your time zone. But the technology that they've invested in um, is becoming a disruptor in the space. More and more recruitment businesses are doing this to give their their recruiters a competitive advantage. They broke into the G2 Crowd's momentum grid as a market leader based on their reviews from their customers. So the, the agencies that are using this platform are raving about it. Now, if you're a RAG listener and you're thinking about changing CRM or you're a new business looking to launch with a new CRM, then I would get in touch with, the, with these guys because if you mention that you're a RAG listener, they're doing an amazing deal. By visiting wwwvincereio forward slash RAG, you can get an exclusive deal which offers two months completely free on a two-year commitment or three months completely free on a three-year commitment. This applies to all licenses that you've either signed up for now or that you'll add in the duration of the contract. So get on there and have a look. Finally, if you're listening to your recruiter and you're thinking, I want to move into a more of a business development role, um, and I'd like to keep hold of my recruitment knowledge. Well, these guys are recruiting for a BD person, well, multiple roles in both Sydney and London right now. So if you've got a strong recruitment background, you wanna move into BD, and you wanna work for a fast moving tech business that's helping people like you right now, then get in touch via their website because they're hiring today. What? So t- tell us what it's been like, really, honestly. Like you, you got to the point where March came. You, you made the call to join Carl, and then the pandemic came about. What, when, yeah, yeah. what <laughs> went through your head? <laughs>
1: I, um, at, at one point, I thought, you know, wow, you know, was this the right decision? Um, most, like young...
0: most people would go, "What?"
1: The yeah, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty much, I said that, and I, I was like, I said to my wife, like, you know have I made the right decision, you know, should maybe join a bigger business, more established, etc. Um, But like she said to me, you know, look, the, the bigger the business is, the harder it falls. So, you know, I, I had my mind set on something. When I've got my mind set on something, I'll always make sure that, I, you know, get to that end goal, whatever it takes. Cause you know, every road is uneven and there's lots of hurdles to jump through. Um, so I'm happy to do that. And I just then, instantly switched off from all the news feeds about COVID-19 and all the share prices about everything's, you know, collapsing. I turned it all off every single news feed. And I just was like listening to different podcasts. I was reading, uh, you know, different books and stuff like that. And just, just looking at like how I can actually grow this business. And, you know, there's a lot of businesses that were built, you know, in the recession that are very successful now. Um, and you changed your,
0: you changed the you changed the script. You said That's right. It. Fuck what's going on on media. Yeah, I'm gonna choose what I listen yeah. to. Right. Yeah. yeah that, I'd I'd say I've done quite similar to be honest. I've, yeah. I, even the daily briefing at five o'clock, I got bored of that within a week, and I was like, yeah, I'll check Apple News once a day for five minutes, see what I've missed, and then move on. I'm like,
1: I don't yeah, need to yeah, sit yeah. and
0: listen to an hour every day because I, I I know what's going on, but you know, I can only if I focus on what I can control every day, yeah, it's so much more powerful.
1: And, and I'm big on sort of like getting up in the morning and, you know, going for a run or doing a bike ride or, you know, anything to sort of, you know, get that, that mind active. Um, and, you know, I think it's just about, you know, not thinking, oh, the world's going to collapse. Oh, you know, I'm going to get COVID. I'm going to do this. And, you know, it's not going to work and just sort of reposition them thoughts and, you know, my goal never changed. And, you know, the people I speak to were very supportive of, of, of what I was going to do. So instantly it was sort of COVID and I thought, okay, I need to change my LinkedIn over to Works, and, you know, how's that going to go down? And, you know, it got something like, you know, 200 odd comments on it. People were messaging me more than ever saying, look, Blaine, whatever you need, support, business, whatever, I'll back you. Um, and then once things like that started to happen, um, and I already got introduced to some people Carl was dealing with, and then then relationships just turned, you know, we were dealing with one sort of senior decision maker, and we're dealing with like four or five, and they're all backing us. And what we found as well is that it was a great time for us, because why everyone was furloughing their employees, they're not able to work, or they shouldn't work, there wasn't that many recruiters around. Um, so there's a few RPOs that, you know, were working on some of these accounts that they were like non existent. And, you know, just in the space of it, you know, placements just started to come in. And we just thought, wow, we you know, last month I think it was around a hundred thousand pounds we did in one month. And we definitely didn't have that in the business plan.
0: No, oh, I bet. What 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 would you say is been different about recruiting in lockdown as opposed to recruiting before. What's the main difference?
1: Uh, For me, it's, it's been a great opportunity because you can reach people. Well, I could reach people far easier. Uh, people are at home, um, talking to sort of senior people. You know, they're normally flying. They're normally at meetings all the time. They don't have that now. They're always on the laptop. They're at home, and if anything, it's quite nice. You know, someone talking to them, not about what their business is doing you know, and actually helping them during, during I'm going to be honest.
0: I I found personally the opposite. I think because I'm at home and because I'm on my laptop, I'm fucking nonstop. Like I've not, yes, every business is different, but we took the, me and my business partner took the kind of notion at the beginning of lockdown. Like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to run at this as hard as we can. Like we're just going to, we're just going to sprint now. We're not going to, you know, what like you, we're going to turn the, change the script and focus on what we can impact. And, what that's meant is my diary before I even get to a Monday is full basically. And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Someone wanted to get older of me who doesn't know me and just wanted to try a business development or whatever. Then it'd be tricky right now because I can't find a slot in the day. So yeah. some of these, are you, are you, are you trying to, are you, how are you focusing on what businesses to target when it comes to like, are you going after old relationships or are you, are you looking? No, at
1: no. So it's all new. So everything's like fresh. um, so there was already some relationships that I picked up on that Carl had. Um, and then I've just sort of maximised that. Um, I think it depends how determined you are. I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's across the board is easier. Mm. But for me, it's been much more simple now that people have got more time. Um, because not that as well, because of their whole sort of clockwork, has changed. You find like when they're on that sort of tube, you know, if you can get them at seven, seven thirty in the morning, they've got time. Then, you know, they're having breakfast, the phone rings are oh, great. I can spend half an hour. I haven't got to worry about that tube journey, mm. you know, or the people that sort of Carl was dealing with, they're doing, you know, international travel all the time. So, you know, they've made up sort of four or five hours of their day, not sitting in sort of passport control. So definitely they've been easier to reach. Um, just because that have actually, them guys have had more time now every day. Um, because obviously, only so much at that level can be done virtually. Um, a lot of it is face-to-face interaction. But are
0: they? Are they still? Are these people still recruiting in in this period? Because yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, we had. Uh, there was one one client that just wasn't recruiting um, for a period of time, but every other business, they've adapted their strategy. Uh, We helped a couple of businesses, you know, they wanted to know how sort of virtual hiring could be done. Um, And, you know, we we put in a a process and questions to ask and specifics and also that we would do a lot of the sort of the the reference checking, the screening and stuff like that. So we work with our clients really closely and, you know, we we developed a solution that would really help them grow quite quickly.
0: So you said these are still the big corporates that are still hiring? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, within the the contracting world, um, like I say, for one major bank last week, we we placed uh, four contractors there last week, all for twelve month contracts. Wow! All above I a sort of I AI, back.
0: machine learning, cybersecurity. Like as the world's going more digital, like you know, it's throwing people towards your market because they're like, shit, yes. we need to use bots, we need to use. Yes. We need to use yeah. our data better. We need to be secure. We if, if everything's yeah. online, you know. Like yeah. I got my office burgled um, in lockdown. And you know, wow. that's bad enough. But if you can get your if you get your data burgled, <laughs> it's probably yeah, yeah. worse, right? And that didn't even exist a few years ago and now it's, it's it does. Um it's it's crazy. What 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 must, what is in you've already hired
1: people, so you're only three months yeah.
0: in lockdown and you've hired two new recruiters
1: yeah yeah so instantly um you know we, we we brought in people um and we also um are talking to people sort of every day um what's really interesting is you know there's some there's some really good recruiters out there at the moment that have now got time to think about what they really want yeah um and lockdown's changed a lot because some of these what they thought were good recruiters and, now been furloughed and they take that as, a, as an insult because they were billing x y and z yeah. and you know for us again you see you know buy why the market's down you know and, and, and that is our strategy you know we're, we're going to continue to keep growing keep spending money on the brand and everything while these other businesses are sort of you know shutters are down you know we're shutters up let's spend money let's get recruiters in let's train them up Let's help them with our market. Let's give them all the software infrastructure, marketing, what we can do, and let's really make an impact.
0: Yeah, it's powerful. I think if you've got the money and the, and the, and the appetite to do that in a, da- in a downturn, you'll be in a better position at the end, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and sort of revenue's growing, and you know, we, we know year one, uh, you know, it's quite a bold statement, but just from what we have right now, we will break even.
0: Well, that's that's positive. What in terms of your life? You got married a year ago. You, yeah. Same as me. I got married a year ago this week. I got married. I got a, renovated a property and moved into it uh, a year ago. Yeah. So, if had this have happened last year, I'd have been fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm sure you're in the same boat. What well, uh, What's life like personally? How are you managing this whole? Yeah, job? I mean,
1: I've um, my my son Luca. He's five, um, and um, that was challenging because was launching a business why offices were shut, you know, we were wasn't having people and obviously I'd done what the government said and you know, don't travel to London. And at the time we only had the London office. And um that was challenging because, you know, I was on calls and he was sort of running behind me, you know, and then the the dogs barking, is sort of like nowhere really to go because you know I don't live in a castle yet. So, you know, it was it it was challenging. Um but if anything, it made me stronger uh, and it made me appreciate sort of what actual going to work and life is. And for me, I used to be big on, you know, working from home. Um, And now, you know, I I just really do appreciate being in an office. And I know there's lots of talk about, you know, we're going to shut down an office, we're going to do this, Netflix, you're never going back to the office. I think that it's okay for some businesses to work like that. Yeah, especially technology businesses if they're coders and they're doing stuff, they do a lot from home. But nothing beats sort of being in an environment where you can talk to your staff, you can raise concerns, you know, there and then. Um, And also, you just got that office banter. You know, I I think that's so important. Um, I've forgotten about that. I've forgotten what it's like.
0: A lot of people have. Going in on Wednesday for the first time and. I'm looking really looking forward to it. Like I, I, I was, I've kind of gone through waves in lockdown where at the beginning I was like, we closed the office without like, gen, we did it a week before you had to. So we kind of ten, tentatively closed it. I didn't expect that I wouldn't be back. Um, yeah. And then we already had some remote people anyway. So I actually really like loved it at the beginning. I was like, fucking, hell, I'm never going back. And then I went through a wave of going, oh, I'm desperate to go back. And now I'm in a kind of a middle ground where I'm quite, out, I'm quite out for a balance. um I I love my I prefer my mornings now. I love the routine I've got. Don't like, I don't miss rushing on the central line. Um, Yeah. Then again, mine was a piece of piss. I don't know what I'm saying. I only had half half an hour door to door. Was so easy. Um, Yeah. But at the same time, I agree. I I miss people. I miss my colleagues. I miss the the bustle. I I like going for like just let's go grab a coffee and going for a little walk. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Just having just having that little little piece. And we so I went back into the office uh, sort of around a couple of weeks ago it was um and then the, you know the shops wasn't open and stuff like that um and it it was weird you know I was walking around a shopping center I just thought you know what is this just everything's shut and it's dark and I, at some stage you know I, I was the only person in the office um out of a whole building and it was just it was a bit scary at times um, but you you've just got to stay positive you've just got to stay focused and just be razor sharp Um, And if you're all of those things, then you'll get any business off the ground, no matter what circumstance. And if anything, it's actually better because, you know, we've got something to talk about. You know, there's a lot going on in the world. So, you know, you can have good conversations with people. But people will always support people they back. Um, And I think that's the key thing that I've, I've established now.
0: So what um, what's, yeah. what's the arrangement with your team then? Are they are they all in the office now? Are
1: they working? So my yeah. So all of the all of the team are, are in an office. So what what we did is that uh, you know I think any business owner wanting to start out or start you need to be agile. Um, you need to be flexible with employees, and you know we're big on that. You know we're one big family. So you know what 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 I've said to the staff is that if you if you want if you want to come into the office, you can. If you want to work from home, you can work from home. How they were you know both itching to get in an office so what I said to Carl was right you know let's get an office that's near to them um near to me and we can just literally just walk in or bike in so I'm, I'm biking in at the moment they they sort of walk in um so then we got an office in Bromley um and and it's great um you, you know, in
0: the Bromley office
1: yeah so now yes yeah, so I was in I was in London earlier um and now i've come down to why the, did you get a second office. why
0: did you get a Bromley just because you couldn't, couldn't work from home
1: um yeah just because I, I didn't want um those guys to get on the train uh, and travel um and also is a huge hub for recruitment businesses um a lot of businesses were were started here networkers that, that sold out um and lots of others so there's a good pool of talent here um, that I already know, um, so I'm talking to people to build this this office out. This will our Bromley office will be our delivery focused office, so we have delivery consultants here, and then we're in the WeWork in Buckingham Palace Road, where we already have a number of people that we've told them that you know we would like to bring them on board. Um, a couple of them are non-active, so you know they they're going through um, negotiations with their current employees. Um, about how, how soon they could exit um, and then
0: what do you think of WeWork, work and have you enjoyed being, being part of it?
1: We yeah i i like lo- i like WeWork. work um the offices are a nice you know they the, they bring all them benefits you've got the table tennis you've got the snooze car you've got you know the the unlimited beer the unlimited Prosecco's on the coffees. You know, dangerous, club. Every
0: time I go to fucking WeWork, I have like two espressos in about 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: coffee's dangerous. So it's interesting because we're, well, um, well, our office in Bromley is a, is a new office. It's been built about six months, but it's a Regis. But it was meant to be a Spaces. So right. they, spit it, they they spit kitted it out like a Spaces office. So it's really plush, really nice. Um, and again, that's the same thing here. You know, you've got, you know, the unlimited coffee, the unlimited drinks there's also a games room and stuff like that so it's also a cool office but the we work in Buckingham Palace Road is, is great and also just um, one floor down from us is uh, Google um, and you know I've got some existing relationships there so it's, it's, it's great to uh, work you know with Google um, in the same offices.
0: Do you know what it just sounds like you're excited that's the vibe I get off you you're like that you know 23 months in you're not letting lockdown affect you you know you've got a family, you've got a young boy, you've got lo- you could be sat there panicking going, you know what the fuck?" but instead you're yeah, got a positive outlook
1: every day. yeah yeah I, th- I think that's so important, and every business owner I talk to, you know I-, I talk to a lot of people that you know CEOs of other recruitment organizations and founders of other organizations. And I think the one message is you know you've got to stay positive, but also you've got to have a plan, um, and you know every day I'll come in and you know set myself sort of five challenges of what i need to do today and i'll make sure that i I won't leave the office until i complete them and you know my my um my employees are exactly the same um and i think that's the the difference with us is you know we will literally work around the clock to make sure that a brief is filled um and also you know we just will never let that service drop Um, what are you doing in your own time to like what
0: are you consuming are you what books what podcasts what, what are you listening to that people could jump on the back of i i
1: i've i, I listen to a lot it, it varies um uh there's a guy within the sort of data center sector a guy called michael tobin Um he has a sort of great book about how he built a data center business and sold it for you know several hundreds of millions of pounds and you know he's, he's very well known I actually met him in Monaco um, at, a, at a show uh, he's actually a great guy um, so I do recommend Michael Tobin's book it's, it's great it's on Amazon um, and then with podcast it, it varies really um, I listen to quite a lot of your podcasts to see what you know that was the answer we wanted like. <laughs> that was
0: the answer we wanted um, but no I mean I'm I've got loads. I've got, at the moment, I've got Tony Robbins going
1: on. Tony Robbins is great,
0: yeah. You, you, don't, you don't find a lot of Tony on, the, on his own show, though, do you? Like, no. Not no. anymore, anyway. I,
1: I, I want to do this, the whole Excel thing. He was meant to be doing it, I think, this year, where yeah. you walk across the fire. Yeah, um, the,
0: what's it called? Release something from within or whatever. Like Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 It's meant, that's meant to be great. I, I do um, listen to quite a bit of Scott Love. Right, okay. I don't know Scott Love. In in, in recruitment. um, he, he's, he's a bit old school. Some of the stuff's a bit dated. But, you know, it's all relevant.
0: All right, I'll have a look at him. We've got, uh, on mine at the minute, we've got, who else? We've got Kevin. I listened to Joe Rogan with Kevin Hart the other night. Oh, wow. do you listen to that? Okay.
1: No, episode. I haven't. I, I I like Kevin Hart. I just pressed play there by
0: accident. I've got it up on my thing. Um, <laughs> but that that episode, Kevin Hart talks about having these. He had a car crash about nine months ago, didn't he? And they reckon he'd, he'd have died if he'd, oh no, he'd have, been, he'd have been paralyzed had he not been such a, an athlete in the gym and, like, you know, properly worked on his body and his core. Um, right. Kevin Hart wow. just talks about, like, when you come back from something like that, your mindset changes. Like, no day's a bad day. Every day's a good day because you're on, on this earth. And I don't know. It's a, if you've not listened to that, I would, I would tune into that as a cracker. Like, Joe Rogan's amazing and his episodes are really long, but this one is a, about an hour and it's 20 just- minutes.
1: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 Th- I think there's a lot. There's a lot of good content out there. Um. And then a lot as well. I. I listen through sort of my own network on LinkedIn. You know, some of these people that I'm working with at the moment, they. They do a lot as well around that. So, you know, I just listen to them, and, you know, I read a lot of technology sort of newspapers and you know stuff that's what's going on in the world. Um. So.
0: Just not the like, COVID nineteen situation.
1: No, no. I mean, it's, for me, I think, you know, it's, it's, I was talking to someone earlier on and a lot of people said, you know, that sort of feed has died now and it's different things, but, you know, restarting travel and, you know, Spain's opening up and yeah, I I think that it's a bit of a positive outlook, you know, things are starting to open up. Things have to go back to some sort of normality soon. Otherwise, you know, everyone will be in a lot of trouble.
0: True true so final question for you blaine is where are you going to be at the end of this year so end of 2020 what what do you think your world will look like
1: yeah um it's a great question and we wanted to be up to sort of around 10 people um and 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 that's sort of our our goal um with covid um it may slow us down a a tad bit just in terms of attracting the right people um but, but certainly to... certainly we're on a mission and we're nearly there. Um, so I think, you know, we'll, we'll be, be there. 10 people strong.
0: Love it. Well, look, I've got to, I've got to wrap that up. But Blaine, it's been Brilliant. a pleasure.
1: If anyone wants to reach yeah. out,
0: are you open to a chat and tell them what you're up to?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the advice is free. All
0: right, wicked. Well, look, guys, thanks for listening again today. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you do, pass it on to someone you know, because together we can get through and grow this industry stronger. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. In the meantime, stay safe, and I'll see you soon. This podcast is brought to you by Hoxo Media. We are the world's number one inbound marketing agency exclusively focused on helping the recruitment industry. Myself and my business partner started the business in 2017, having been recruiters for seven years before. We felt that the recruitment industry back then needed to change, and that marketing was going to play a huge role in the way that new and existing recruitment organisations won business and stood out in such a crowded marketplace. In three years, we've now worked with over 200 organisations around the world. We reach a huge audience with both this podcast and content online, and we have over 55 recruitment agencies right now we're managing the marketing for. So that involves strategy, content creation, distribution, systems process, and leads generated. Having been recruiters and marketeers, we can not only build your brand, but we're also able to connect it to your sales team and ensure that leads are generated as a result of marketing. There's a clear ROI that leads to sales activity. But we also understand recruitment businesses. That's small businesses, medium-sized businesses, large businesses in all sectors. We understand you, we've done the job, and we can build campaigns that are super relevant to what you need as a business right now. We've also recently launched the Hoxo Academy, which is designed to help recruitment owners, recruiters, and marketeers learn from the work that we do so that you can action some of this stuff in-house on your own. The Academy has been launched in May, 2020 and has already had an amazing uh, response from the market, and it's only going to grow one way. So if you're interested in either having Hoxo support, you build your marketing as a a supplier that acts as part of your team, or you want to be trained by us on how to do it yourself, then get in touch. Visit www.hoxomedia.com and register your interest on our homepage. We will then get back to you within 24 hours and arrange uh, an introductory call. Thanks again for listening to this show. Every single one of you means so much and we will see you again soon.